Hey y'all, it's Rosa and Gina, and this is our podcast, Grab Grab Your Your Drink, Drink, where we have honest conversations about life, growth, relationships, and pop culture. Okay, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Grab Your Drink Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it, leave it. (laughs) We are so (laughs) Hey y'all. What it do? All right, welcome back. We're glad that you are tuned in. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're drinking. So today we're drinking peach bellinis. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that peach bellinis are my favorite drink. Okay. So the ingredients are really simple, y'all. It's champagne uh-huh. and peach juice. Okay. And you just mix it together. We also got some fancy sprinkles, mm-hmm. which is, it's like an edible glitter. And mm-hmm. it's more so for like aesthetic. It has yeah. no taste, but it just... It looks really nice. Mm-hmm. And you can put it in like food, cupcakes. So go follow them. I think their page is Fancy Sprinkles, Fran- right? Fancy Sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that is what So it is. let's taste them. All right. So let's do it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. It's so smooth. It's just the amount, right amount of sweetness. <laughs> it's nothing that's going like knock you down and be disgusting right. you can have a couple of them absolutely yeah. yes yeah. so i'm gonna give it a 10 i love yeah, it Yeah, i'm gonna give it a 10 too i feel like it's simple like you said i mean it's it's it gives you your mimosa vibe yes it's definitely mimosa vibes and this prism powder that we have in here i can't taste it so that's good yeah, <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> just good. it's clearly aesthetics so yeah y'all two ingredients you can't beat that and it's not expensive right. i mean champagne and peach juice peach juice yeah, yeah. So if you do want to see how we made it, because of course we made it look nice, yep. duh, follow us on Grab Your Drink Podcast on Instagram. Do that now. Yes. So, what's the tea? What's the tea? What's going on? So, this is just something that's kind of been like, I've been seeing a lot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian, they recently got engaged. After apparently dating for 11 months, I didn't even know that they were dating for that long. Yeah, time has flown. There's no way, though. I don't believe it. Yeah. For dating for 11 months. And it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it really is. You know, they've both been in previous relationships. I don't think she's ever been married. However, he's been married before. Um, They both have children. Like I said, previous partners, things like that. But I'm just seeing the whole Travis did for Courtney what Scott didn't do for 10 years. Yeah. Travis did that in 11 months. And I'm just like, cut it out, y'all. Like, <laughs> cut it out. Why you let's, say that? Because let's, I mean, they're celebrities. Yeah. They're real people. I just, I just feel like that whole thing just can't be idolized. I just oh, hate I, oh, that. Oh, I totally understand what you're saying. And I hate that. I mean, yes, it's true with some relationships. Yes, it's true with some people, you know. But we have to, we have to see the longevity of this, you know, before yeah. we can say that. I totally get what yes, you're saying. Yes, Travis Barker proposed. Yes, they may have a lavish wedding. Yes, it may be great. But let's see the let's let's see if they last 10 years like her and scott did you know what i'm saying although that was a mess but you know so i just hate that because it i just feel like it i think it's the internet and it's prime internet and it's prime and i just feel like it gives false hope and don't mm -mm, no 
You just, do you, boo. You're more so like practically looking at it like let's see it through. Yeah, yeah. that's how I feel. I, just I mean, feel that's like reasonable. It's, and it's just be- the proposal was beautiful. The presentation was beautiful. And that just adds on to it. But at the same time, it's like, all right, let's see. Let's really see this flourish. I get that. I think so, people just when they see lavish acts of love mm-hmm. you know it's like you get glamorized with all the yeah. glitz and it and it makes you feel good and, it and hopeful good. Yeah. i see that yeah. too i do but let's just be real here you know what i'm saying i get that so and i just i don't want to say this but i'm gonna say it okay <laughs> I, I want to see a Kardashian relationship really work out <laughs> and really last. Let's really sit and think about it. Yeah. Maybe theirs will be it. But here's another. Th- I mean, she's with a celebrity, you know. I mean, we don't hear much about Travis Barker, but uh, I don't know. I mean, we, it's a we, very we practical way of looking at it. Yeah. You know, because it's just it's. It's like all these different celebrity relationships, you know, it's so many different questions. Mm-hmm. You know, people say different things. Like, mm-hmm. for example, when Miguel and his wife split up, right. it was like, see, right. see, yeah. they was together. That's why yeah. I'm just not going to get but married. No, da, da, da. That's and not, then you can't. Right. right. So it, but it's like it's this people just flip flop because yeah. now it's like 11 months. Uh-huh. He did. Da, 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 da. Like, nah. But if they're together for a long time and don't work, it'll be. Yeah. See? See? Yeah. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. It's like everybody. It is the Internet. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's one of those things where it's like balance. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with being happy for mm-hmm. a person, but don't fall into delusion mm-hmm. because of celebrity. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I think that People that's just easy like to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of love, Megan Party. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Love I to love see to it. see it. Love to see it. I yeah. do. I love Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. I do. I like yeah. every. I really just like what she presents. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it seems like she's happy mm-hmm. and I'm happy for mm-hmm. her. Same. But again, you know, again, it's like the you don't want to glamorize or idolize right. relationships where mm-hmm. you don't know what's going mm-hmm. on behind closed doors. I mean, I think it's 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 a good feeling to see her happy considering mm-hmm. the year she had last year, considering her mother passing, considering yeah. all the negativity that she already receives from being oh. a female artist. Let's and somebody let's, that just comes, Yeah. So I think it's it's a it's good to see it is it and is. she does seem genuinely happy and I mean I feel like every female deserves that so she's right. deserving of it and it's nice to see like party loves her yeah. out loud and yes. he's not dumb yes. Yes. it's just nice to see yep. a man that yeah. isn't afraid yeah. of loving one woman because he doesn't want to look yeah. like a simp yeah. you know what I mean yeah. I I just think that toxicity is very much glamorized mm-hmm. like the pain you mm-hmm. have to go through so much mm-hmm. to get you know mm-hmm. and it's just like it's nice to just see he takes up for her he's yeah. not afraid to confront other men yeah and that's the thing that i like about him i wish there was more men that called mm-hmm. other men out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. know it's such the you know buddy buddy club but he doesn't play that yeah. so i i like that i like the fact that he's a proud feminist yeah. i'm like i yeah like him yeah so happy for her and her hot sauce is good okay try to the other day it's good good Maybe I'll try it one day. Honestly, but. I think it's not hot. It's not hot. But I know you. Y'all, let me tell you something about between Girl, Gina what? and McKinley. Just mouth is so sensitive. No. So. But I mean, I, I will try it, but it's not. That's probably not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll tr- I will try stuff that's hot, but I'm, I'm not eating anything that's. I'm not just going to continuously eat something that's hot. Like, yeah. 
Meanwhile, I, I like can't to tear my mouth up. Lips be yeah. tangling. It looks good. I don't know what it is. It, it reminds tried, me of okay. sweet and sour sauce. And is that's it thin the thing. Like, I'm not, it's not like a thick, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes, and it's it's got that uh, sweet tang heat to it. Okay. And it's so funny because when I was tasting, I was like, McKinley, I, I've tasted a sauce like this before. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some Googling. It's like a sweet heat. So is it there? It's like their sweet heat with a twist? Okay, so I need to taste that. But See, I, I would eat their sweet heat. Okay, so it's definitely, I'm like, I've had it before. I don't know uh-huh. if it's their sweet heat, uh-huh. but when I was looking at people's comments, they were like, it's just sweet heat. Oh, maybe it's sweet heat. Like sweeties. Sweet, right. Like her sweet and sour sauce. Sweet sour, name sour on sauce. It. Yes, but let me tell you something. If you want extra Meg the Stallion sauce, you're going to pay 50 cent for it. For real. Yes, I had two extras because you know me, I love sauce. Right. 50 cent. <laughs> you asked them for extra. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So they must have been stingy with it. Because okay. I feel like that. I feel like they a spot that really don't. I guess it may be depending on who at the window. Remember, we had this conversation a few weeks on the podcast. So, funny so story about this. So, McKinley and I, we go to the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, it's so funny listening to him. I want the hottie meal. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. So, he was like, and I want some hottie sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we can't do that. And I was like, why not? And so, it has to be on the sandwich. He, so okay, we got to backtrack because I don't even. So, so there's a hottie meal, right? So that's just the chicken sandwich with the hottie sauce already on. Oh, it. So, so I that's was fine with that. As the hottie meal. But I wanted the hottie sauce on the side. Okay, I wanted extra. Okay, okay. So I'm like, we. He said I we would also like hottie sauce on the okay. side, and she's like, we can't do that. And he's like, you can't do a side of hottie sauce. And right. she was like, no. And I'm like, McKinley, something ain't right. I don't right. know if she's understanding what we're saying. So I'm like, so there's no way that we can get like some sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, yeah, we can give you a cup of it. That's what I was trying to say. I think when we were using the word side, mm-hmm. she thought like red beans and rice, fries. So I think she literally, Gina, when I, she- <laughs> I, I ain't lying, because once I didn't say side, right. she was like, oh, we can give you a cup of it. Girl. Something right. So Poe mm-hmm. thing was confused, mm-hmm. confused, like but Sound I got like my it. little sauce on the side. Okay. Um, and it's good. Okay. It's good. And I tried it. That was the first time I had the chicken sandwich. Okay. It, I liked it. So let me ask you this. Um, it's just pretty much their regular chicken sandwich and they put the sauce on the side. Right. So the sauce on the side came in a regular cup. No, it came like a, like the dipping sauce. Right. Right. You can get. So why she act like girl, the word side was throwing so I wonder her how off. they put it on the sandwich. Do they take it out the package? Do they have like an industrial? Oh, that's out? a good question. You know Cause I mean? it was definitely like poured on that. Gotcha. But I, I like to have some on it and I want to dip mine too. Okay. So I got you. I got you. Yep. All right. Yeah. We, we, we gonna have to try that out. I, 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 I don't yeah. think it would be too much. I think you would like it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll try that out. Yeah. I'll let y'all know how it is. We'll have my, <laughs> my review, sounds. my review. So, what else you got? Facebook okay. is changing its name. Okay. Did you see that? I seen it. Do you have a name? I did not see oh, a okay. name. I didn't yet. know if they had a name. So yet. they said that they're gonna meet about it on the twenty eighth of October. Mm-hmm. But the name change could come sooner. Okay. And basically they're doing this for a rebrand. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg said he wants it to be more than just social media. Okay. So I thought that was interesting because I think Facebook is already more than social media. Right. If you Good think of like God. the marketplace. What are we adding? Yeah. Like, oh, so I, and that's the thing. I'm interested to see what's going to be added mm-hmm. because I mean, dang, if you Google what's the latest Jordans, you're going to see Jordans on your face. Facebook, I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. 
I'm interested to see what the name will be okay. and what other features are they going to add because yeah. it's already a lot on there. Yeah. So I don't know if he's trying to like clean it up or, right. but you have to do more than a name change. Absolutely. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Facebook is a trip. You know what <laughs> to I thought Japan. about though? You're a mess. It's so funny how it's changed. Mm-hmm. Like now, if you write on somebody's wall, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's you only write it's on people's so wall weird. when you say happy birthday. And even sometimes I'm hesitant to do that. Right. I would rather do it underneath like a pose. A pose. Yes. Yeah. But remember when it was straight up talking to people mm-hmm. on the wall. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. could see it. How you it. been doing? Yes. Yeah. What you doing? Where Check are you? In. Yep. And now it's strange you need yeah. to post some type of video or meme or yeah nobody's writing on right. walls and then I, I feel like you know um people have like messaged me in messenger but that's still kind of just like you don't even want to halfway respond back <laughs> with the time for that so it's definitely changed it's changed and it's so just much like it's in it, and you know what's funny is it's it changes yearly if you ask me yeah you know, I think it changes yearly. So it's like this time next year. Well, I mean, it's probably not even called Facebook anymore. And I really wonder what I, I mean. Of course, I can't think of any other name because I'm so used to Facebook. We still call it's it Facebook. Probably, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yes. Any more tea? I know we wanted to talk about. Um, right. The Gabby Petito yes. case. So recently here. Um. The body of, well, I wouldn't even say the body, the remains of Brian Laundrie. I hope I'm saying his name right. Yeah. Um, yeah. His human remains have been found in a Florida park. And if you recall, this story happened um, last month. I guess you could say last yeah. month. Um, her, and, I mean, I'm sorry, her, him and his girlfriend went on like a cross country, like van tour Tour. yeah Mm -hmm. tour and um pretty much she went missing and pretty much her remains were found and it came to find out that she was strangled but um on up into her being reported missing um I mean they were videotaping things so you had stuff on their social media and however how many times were they was it just that one time where they were encountered by yes the police officer okay where they got pulled over um, I think it's because they were speeding and they Mm -hmm. hit a curb okay what caused them to be pulled Pulled over over. so so yeah so pretty much we're not gonna like go in deep with the whole story but pretty much he returned back home without her she was still missing and come to find out she was found mm-hmm. her remains were found and it ended up being her and autopsy report revealed that she was strangled so where was he like right. where has he been this whole entire he, time he disappeared it's like he, it's I, been he about came a month home for a short period is it on me <laughs> no, no but okay. you know what it probably is because i got down to the bottom okay. of the glass okay um we have got so distracted y'all it's okay but yeah you just bear with us y'all yeah. but yeah he came back okay. but i don't know how long he was at home before he disappeared right because his family see seen him did yes. they see him okay yes he came home and then he disappeared now remember the family was not cooperating with the right. police I, until okay. he disappeared okay and yeah. then that's when they wanted help okay so he pretty much went to like a a reserve mm-hmm. which is like a huge Lots of trees. It's just, I don't even know what you would call it. It's a reserve. Mm-hmm. And he was gone mm-hmm. for a while. And now they found his 
well, they found remains on the 20th and they confirmed that it was his body on the 21st. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, oh, but it's mental. It's so sick and it's just Mm -hmm. bad. And it's sad for both families. Yeah. I mean, more so hers, though, because there's no justice. Right. There's no justice. You know, and the thing that really got me was the fact that he just came home without her. Without her. And I'm just like, the audacity. You just, with her van, yeah, just came home, went to his house, and I guess when it got a little hot, he poofed. Yeah. And it's just, literally, it's really unfortunate because... Of course, she trusted him. You, yeah. They were in a relationship, mm-hmm. and I know they, they were doing, like, the van cross-country thing because that's kind of popular on YouTube, mm-hmm. like, turning your van into a living space and okay. living in different states. Okay. So I've watched a couple of videos on van life. Okay. Is, you know, so she was kind of wow. trying to get in her social influencer right. bag about it. Right. And it's so interesting how, like, her posts, like, slowed down and stopped. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just so many questions that her family will never get answers to. And I think that that is awful. It's awful. It is awful. awful. You know, it's, it's just scary to think that somebody that you love can kill you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I watched the body cam footage of when they got pulled over and I really felt for her. She Mm -hmm. cried the whole time, Mm -hmm. the entire time she was crying and he was very, calm Mm -hmm. and I think he really was able to play into her Mm -hmm. being like emotionally unstable but he was doing stuff to her yeah yeah you know he was was the cause of that yeah and you know what's the creepiest part of the video is one of the police officers was talking to her and he was I guess trying to relate to her and Mm -hmm. he was telling her like me and my ex-wife we were kind of like this we we didn't get along no matter what Mm -hmm. we did and he told her I don't know if this situation is going to be good for your soul Mm. And I was just like, oh, talk about mm. creepy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But take me with you then and leave him here. Right. <laughs> I mean, we can't say that so, now, but um, that's unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Yeah. And it's I mean, of sad. course, now that they're both deceased, the police and detectives will kind of have to put together a timeline mm-hmm. without really being able to talk to either yeah. one of them. Yeah. So I'm interested. I'm assuming that he went and like killed himself. Yeah. But I'm really curious to know if he tried to like live out in the wilderness for mm-hmm. a while or mm-hmm. did he immediately do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm sure once they do the autopsy, they'll be able to give like the timeline. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. And you just see all these stories of people in relationships or encountering yeah. people that are harming them. Yeah. It's very sad. Absolutely. Very sad. Y'all, the red flags are real. I know we probably joked about a lot of red flag things what these past two weeks on social media. But please, please take the red flag it's serious. Really real. For real. I mean, it could it's, be the smallest thing, but shh, the smallest things is what you got to look out mm-hmm. for. And like, that seriously. icky feeling in your yes, stomach and that yeah. icky feeling in your yeah. chest. And males and females. This isn't just us saying females. I mean, males too, yeah. you know. It's just because it's just things that could be triggering you know mm-hmm. and that could make you explode so yeah none of it's okay Mm-mm. and this is very sad it definitely is but all right so we're gonna take a little break and then we'll be right back all right so episode six of the mass singer the theme what was the theme it was like, um, back time to the travel. Fu- oh, okay, back to the future. So I'm just going to talk like about it. my favorite performances. Bull, 
Hamster and Skunk. Hamster surprised me. Mm-hmm. I thought he sounded great, mm-hmm. especially singing in another language. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. But those three were kind of that threw me off, though. I will say it threw me off. Like I'm like, I really don't know who this is now with that singing in another language. However, but right. So what was your who were your definitely the bull? Oh yeah, and that slow song. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, also definitely. Um, I mean definitely the skunk. And she com- yeah. 100% confirmed his faith, Evans. Yeah, yes, yeah. her clues, yes. how um, she didn't speak and mm-hmm. she never saw that person mm-hmm. again. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's Biggie. Yeah, Biggie, yeah. And then the pager with the slang, and they were like, mm-hmm. well, that meant I miss you, mm-hmm. so that song. And Robin yeah. Thicke, he yeah. was good he to put it. it all together. He owned it, yeah, he owned it. So, yeah, she did a really good job. I enjoyed those three. So I was confused about the soft serve. I was confused, like, oh, was there yeah. supposed to be somebody? However, if he was competing i knew who that was from jump like he was so obvious like it was so obvious that but they voice, didn't cover his, right they didn't cover his voice up so that's i'm like i yeah, knew who he was that little from jump. country like he has a little country oh. mouse voice Peen. so didn't like the hot peppers performance honestly i didn't think she sounded that great mm-hmm. and jester i'm not into that um no no so, so so yeah with the bull i still don't know do you have some type of idea i still think it's todrick Okay, yeah. okay. And okay. I know they said Tay Diggs, and I was like, mm, I still don't think it's him, though. Heck no. Yeah. I ain't never seen him sing nothing. Right. And to sound so, that good. Girl, but it surprised you, though. Some people, I'm like, oh, Maybe. you can sing. But yeah. I, I'm still so set on Todrick. You can't convince me right. otherwise. Yeah. Um. So the Red Pepper, is it Fergie? Let's play some basketball. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like her performance at all. I no, thought she was going to get mess. eliminated. Yeah. She didn't sound that great. And yeah. then when they tried to say it was pink, I'm like, pink would not be yeah, on stage uh-uh. sounding like that. No. She was a little pitchy. No. no. So. I thought either Fergie or what's that other girl? Um, oh, God. Is it pop star? Gwen Stefani. I thought maybe Fergie or Gwen Stefani. Okay. But I don't know. I could, and this and this is not shady, but it sounds shady. I could go with Fergie. Yeah. A little Fergie. more. Yeah. You know, because she I was think a little. It like Fergie. Yeah. You know, because Fergie yeah. doesn't necessarily have. Like she's not gonna blow. Yeah, it's very like yeah. you know, party rockers. So, and Skunk, I honestly of course, thought, like I said, Faith Evans. Yeah, I'm still with that. I thought Hot Pepper was gonna get eliminated. I thought that yeah. she was the worst one, but yeah. she didn't. Hamster got eliminated, and it was Rob Snyder. Mm-hmm. You do, you do know who that is? Yeah, though, right? I know who that is. Would I've ever thought him? And then no. when he did the, you can. I'm like McKinley. What is that from? He was like the Water Boy. Mm-hmm. I'm, what was that? What's called Water Boy? What was it called? The movie? No, he no, no, no. It wasn't the Water Boy because uh-uh, that was Adam Sandler. No, you, no, he was in that movie. He though. was in. Yeah, so it was. It called the Water Boy. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. You can do it. Yes, yes. yes that and was I was Water like Boy. McKinley, yep. but yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yes, Dang, the Water he did Boy. That? Yes, in that movie with Adam. No, Sandler. I'm talking about. Did he do that on stage? Yeah, I missed that part. <laughs> yeah. So he sounded. I was impressed. Yeah. I'm like, okay, hamster. I definitely would have never thought that was him. So I mean, I would have never guessed him. Yeah. And the wild card, Jester. Don't like him. I don't even know who it is. I think it's a comedian, though, but oh, I you can't do. even. Yeah, I just, but who? I don't yeah. know. I think it, I thought, assumed it was some rock rocker. Because, right. I mean, he really was like Rocking rock out. star. Yeah. Uh, when they said Alice Cooper, I'm like, okay, that could possibly be. Maybe it's, be um, what's his name? Chris Rock. No, that's the black man. <laughs> The, what's the rock what's his what's his name uh, the white man he got beef with beyonce the white man that has beef with beyonce yes. oh my gosh what's his what? name is he a comedian kid rock 
Oh, he has beef yes. with Beyonce. Yeah. Wh- why? I don't know. They okay, do have kid, some type of rock, some type of beef. Beef with Beyonce. He said Beyonce. something about her, or something oh, like that. Oh yes, because Remember? they put a bunch of like beehives in his um comments. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look up the um. Oh, my computer wants to be. Oh, he said she doesn't really effing do much for me. Yeah. There we go. All right, Kim Rock, you swerving all out of control. So it could have been him. Okay. I don't know. That's a good guess. Gina, that's a good guess. Yeah. I never thought about you him. You and me, Chris Rock. <laughs> and like, not. I think he would do and that. Not. So that's Mass Singer, y'all. And let me just say this. Insecure is coming back, and we will yes. be talking about yep. it. So y'all get ready. Yes, next get ready, episode, get ready, get we will ready. be leading with Insecure. Mass okay. Singer will be on the tail end. Okay, okay. So excited about season okay. five. All right. Excited. So, y'all, we know that Halloween is rapidly approaching. Mm-hmm. So, let's get a little creepy for a second. And we're <laughs> going to tell you about a man named Jerry. So, let's get comfortable. All right, y'all. It's story time. Yes. See, I used to work with this guy. Let's call him Jerry. Jerry was a bit older than me. And by all appearances, he was the vision of professionalism. Start shirt, crisp slacks, cufflinks, the whole nine yards, and then some. I knew to the feet. I was new to the field, so I was assigned a mentor, and that mentor was Jerry. I already feel myself going into a bit of a tangent about him, so I apologize in advance. I do, however, feel it is crucial in understanding the horror that became Jerry for you all to get to know him as he was the Jerry I knew. I can't lie. I was disappointed with the match initially, only because I felt we were polar opposites. I get my work done and I know how to talk to clients, but I'm not one of one for all the trimmings of professionalism. I felt like guys like Jerry, well, they must not be able to bite their tongues around difficult clients. That a necktie served more as a reminder, a self-imposed leash and those situations more than it did for aesthetics. Once I got to know Jerry, I was pleased to admit just how wrong I was about him. Jerry was one hell of a guy, really. I'll never forget the first time I joined him for a meeting. We were with this absolute jerk who thought he owned the world because he came from old money and had the absolute gall to question if he could trust the company with the fortune he was just sitting on like a dragon just because he clocked the edge of a tattoo peeking out from my shirt sleeve. And because my earlobes sagged after having been gauged in my early youth. Somehow, this stuffy old man managed to calm the client's concerns and stick up for both me and the company all in one breath. He didn't attack the man, but he didn't validate his, let's be real, prejudiceness towards me at the same time. In a moment where even I, who'd always prided myself on level-headedness and measured style of communication, had felt my blood start to boil, Jerry smoothed it over in an instance. That moment changed the way I felt about the mentorship and about Jerry in general. I found that beneath his polished exterior was a man with a vivid, colorful life. He went skydiving as often as he could. He cooked an elaborate spread for breakfast. The most important meal of the day, Kev, is what he said every morning. He had the kind of humor that caught you by surprise, that sucked the wind right out of your lungs because the dark bite and monumental wit of his remarks didn't seem like they should come from him. You couldn't help but laugh around Jerry. 
My first few weeks with him, I felt like I'd come home from doing sit-ups at the gym, not from sitting in an office with an old guy at work. He was healthy and active, but allowed himself one sin each Sunday, a thick slab of chocolate cake and a cigar to be enjoyed at his coffee shop, the place with the patio he'd escape to escape with a book, the place where they knew him so well they stopped asking what he wanted a long time ago, the place where they expected him, yet his arrival never failed to put a smile on Hugo's, the Sunday barista's face. He volunteered often and donated heaps of money to children's services because he never had kids himself. His biggest regret. I don't want to fulfill the old fart stereotype, he told me one day as we were decompressing after a long day at the office. A self-deprecating grin on his face and a tumbler of chilled whiskey in his hand. But hell, I will. Don't make the same mistakes I did. Don't give your life up for this job. Time just passed by until it was too late for me. Do your job. Do it well. But allow yourself to live outside of the work. If you don't, you'll find it's just not worth it. I glanced down, somehow embarrassed. Perhaps because he was being so candid. Perhaps because I could see myself heading down that road myself. My eyes landed on the drink in his hand. He'd been nursing it for so long that beads of condensation streamed down the glass, pulling onto his hand. I found myself wondering if he'd ever cried about not having a wife, kids, a family to call his own. Before I could think too much on that, he downed the rest of his drink, certainly more water than whiskey at that point, and wiped his damp hands on his trousers. I didn't let myself dwell too much on that thought afterwards either. Whenever I threw myself headfirst into work, Jerry was always there with a helpful reminder. My first year at the office was made infinitely better simply by Jerry's presence. He left funny notes on my desk. Client at 12, absolute nightmare. Mandatory meeting with mandatory drinking after work and showed me videos of his latest skydives. Jerry got me through the first year and I'd come to rely on that more than I realized. I'd only come to fully comprehend just how important he was to my success and my sanity and the office when things started to change with him, when Jerry started acting strange. It started when Jerry slapped a weather hand on my desk in lieu of a greeting. Your old pal has a date tonight, he explained, wagging his graying eyebrows. Breathing a laugh, I fired back. Lost calls long ago, man. Jerry snorted, always wanted to take it in stride. He knew he couldn't dish it unless he could take it, and the man could dish it like no other. I'll have to get back to you. Expect a full report on your desk tomorrow morning, he retorted with a wink before strolling into his office. The man had confidence. I have to give it to him. The next morning, Jerry couldn't stop talking about this woman. It was Mira this, Mira that. Mira's so interesting. Mira's so attentive. Mira's so pretty. You get the picture. Speaking of pictures, he showed me one of her and I couldn't help but say, that's Mira. You sure that isn't your daughter? There was no way around it. Mira was young. Late 20s, early 30s at the most. She was beautiful in the same way as the picture on product packaging. You know it, can be, you know it can't be real. You know it'll never live up to your expectations once you open the box. But there she was, looking like that. And Jerry said the pictures didn't do her justice. The man was smitten. When he added that she had a child from a previous relationship, I knew that was just a bonus for him. All he ever wanted was a wife and a kid. 
and Mira could give him both. He was happy for a while, whistling, I'm coming out, as he went to and from the break room for coffee. It felt good to see my friend, my mentor, so enthusiastic about his life. I was shocked, to say the least, when he announced he and Mira were engaged after only a few months of dating. But it was what Jerry had always wanted. He seemed happy. He'd even become less self-deprecating since meeting her. That first change I could accept. That first change I could explain away. What came next was fundamentally different. Jerry was normally the first guy out of the office each day, trying to make the most of remaining daylight. He'd come out of his office announcing, time to punch the clock, folks, to remind the rest of us to do the same. He was one to mosey in on Jerry time each morning, but kept a strict time out at the end of the day. Work-life balance was a religion he both practiced and preached. After the marriage, Jerry started pulling long hours at his desk. I'd spy him at his computer before I'd even sat down to check my email, before I'd grab some coffee. He kept his office door closed, even put up a sign to let us know he was busy and not to be interrupted. He took his lunches in the office, one hand gripping his fork, the other wildly typing away. He was the last to leave the office each day. I let this go by for a few weeks before I confronted him. I waited for the rest of the office to file out before opening Jerry's door, paying his stupid sign no mind. Jerry, man, what are you doing? I pleaded, almost pathetic. In an attempt to slip into our comfortable back and forth, I added a joke. You know I can't go home until you tell me it's time. What does it look like I'm doing? He didn't even look up from his computer, shining bright on his furrowed brow, his eyes squinted fatigued. I'm working. I slumped into the chair across his desk. Jerry, this isn't like you. He ex- exhaled a sigh, cradling his forehead, probably stiff and aching, in his hand. I made a promise to Mira, and I have to deliver. Confused, I pressed. What kind of promise? Another sigh. This time with an edge of mounting frustration. Frustration at me for upsetting his workflow. I promised I'd take care of her and her daughter. What I have is not enough. He shook his head, softening for a moment. Hey, buddy, if you don't mind, I gotta get a couple things done before... I leave, and I really want to go home. It was dark outside as I walked home, confused by our conversation. While he was in no means a billionaire, Jerry was a wealthy man. He told me he'd been up front with his finances before they married. I admit I'd been a bit skeptical of the pairing at first, but I came to understand that all relationships are transactional in some regard. Jerry wanted a wife, a kid. Mira wanted herself and her daughter provided for I take no issue with that at all, but it seemed that Jerry wasn't fulfilled. He'd been led to believe that this was a relationship built on love, and he was more than happy to give his wife and kid everything he had. The problem was, as Jerry put it, it wasn't enough for her or for him. Jerry wasn't the only one who changed. During their brief courtship, Mary would drop by the office several times a week, just because... Sometimes she'd bring her daughter. I'd never seen Jerry happier. After the marriage, Mira had stopped bringing him coffee, had stopped dropping by just to give him a hug and a kiss at lunch. Her absence was like a ghost in the office that no one dared bring up because Jerry was like a ghost of himself. It only got worse as time stretched on. He was pale and quiet. He seemed close to breaking. One morning, I got to work early. 
the door to the office was unlocked, as I'd come to expect. Jerry was coming in earlier and earlier each day. What I found strange was that the key was still in the lock, and it was covered in flecks of what looked like rust. I pushed open the door only to find something more strange, more alarming. Impressions on the floor in dark red fluid painted a picture I didn't want to imagine. Left a map I didn't want to follow. Footsteps with one foot dragging, the occasional thick drop of blood splattered on the floor, guided me down the hallway, right up to Jerry's office. The light was off, but his computer was on. I found him there, feverishly tapping away at his keyboard. So fast it couldn't have even been purposeful. His hands were red with blood, slipping across the keys. At this point, I was scared out of my mind. The busy sign was up on his door, accompanied by a crimson smear. I watched my hand reach out to nudge the door open, even as my mind told me to turn and run. Jerry? I croaked, barely a whisper. Part of me didn't want him to hear me. His gaze found me in an instant, shifting from his computer screen. His eyes, even as bloodshot as they were from strain, were so white against the red of his bloodstained face. I just fixated on his eyes, unable to move. My feet may as well have been nailed to the floor. Jerry grunted, brow furrowed. Then he stood up from a chair, staggered as it rolled back. He lurched towards me, groaning, one leg dragging, arms outreached like a zombie. He grabbed hold of my shoulders, furiously shaking me, his palms staining my shirt with blood. It may sound ridiculous, but I didn't want to hurt him. So I tried talking to him, but he wasn't responding anymore. He wasn't there anymore. I had no other choice but to lunge forward, forcing him back. Jerry lost his grip on me. He toppled backwards and fell like dead weight to the ground. It wasn't until a few moments later I realized he was dead. In the dark room, I wasn't unable to see the damage that had been done to him. But when the lights flicked on, I saw it. An oozing gash splitting the side of his skull, the whack to his leg. He'd been attacked with an axe late the night before, then left for dead. But he didn't die right away, and when he woke up, he went about his routine. Completely unaware that he'd been savagely attacked. Completely unaware that he had looked like a monster when he was the farthest thing from it. The monster who'd done it was itching to cash in on a life insurance policy she'd convinced him to increase. He went about his routine, and his routine now was work. Jerry didn't die at home. He died at work. Hours after he was brutalized. Part of me can't help but think that Jerry had gone before that. The man he really was, at least the one who made me who I am today. I still don't know if he was coming after me for help or to push me out so he could get back to work. But that, well, it hurts too much to think about. Sometimes I like to imagine that instead of keeling over in the place that stole so much of his life. He wandered onto a plane, eager for his last dive. Or that he spent his last hours at home, searing bacon, on the stove, or barely drinking a glass of whiskey. Or that he finally gave out sitting on that patio, fork still stuck in his chocolate cake, half-smoked cigar crowned with a pillar of ash. For the man I knew that seems a hell of a lot more fitting. And this story was from Reddit, and the username of the person who created it was Her Creation. So shout out to you, girl. What a crazy, wild story. Jerry. 
Poor Jerry. Listen, if I get Michael Myers, I ain't coming to work. Right. For real. Okay, so my question. Do you think this story is real? I don't know if this story is real, but we see this every day. People killing somebody for their life insurance oh, policy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Men and women. Yes. Killing their partners for a freaking life insurance snapped. policy. And be somewhere snapped. in jail for the rest of this silly and stupid. And it's like, who has really truly gotten away with it? Right. right. Nobody. Right. Ever. Right. Poor Jerry. Poor Jerry. But my thing is too, like I know he had increased the life insurance policy, but that didn't mean that he had to work his fingers to the bone unless she like wanted more in his savings account or something like but that. But that's the thing. Even though he increased the life insurance policy, you can't get that till you're dead. So right. That's probably why he like still had to keep punching it out to get that money now. But she probably thought like it's still not enough. Oh, right. So let yeah, me I just what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And get the money. Yeah. So yeah, y'all that's crazy. So let me ask you something, Gina. Have you, I know you don't like scary things, but have you, do you have any memories of watching something that really scared you? Any type of movies, anything like that? Yeah. When I was little, I watched Buried Alive and that movie was wild. What is that about? He was buried alive. The man, I got to find the movie. It was old and I was, I was little. I don't, mm -mm, I don't remember the last time I've watched like a scary, scary movie other than either Get Out or Us. But yeah, buried alive. Right. And, oh, nineteen ninety. Um, yes, I was I was a kid when I watched it, but it was so crazy because I think the I think he was buried alive by some killer. Yes. Yes. No, by his wife. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. It was nearly the perfect crime. Together with her lover, Joanne kills Joanna. I'm sorry. Kills her husband poisoning him then burying him however clint isn't dead and tunnels out to take revenge but like she buried him alive and he had to like get out of his grave so he did get out yes it was just the craziest thing do you remember thing. how it ended girl no i was just so young it just was scary to me but it's not even that scary <laughs> however like that is my biggest fear getting buried alive yes you know how scary that is That's my biggest fear my biggest fear like how in the world and buried alive. Oh yeah. I mean, we add that. <laughs> sure. Okay, so you never like watched Freddy Krueger, Jason no. Voorhees. Mm-hmm. I've okay. never seen any of those movies. Oh man, and that's so funny. Like I've never seen. Now I've watched Chucky, but that's not scary. I don't think Chucky was scary. Like I the Chucky that I seen. Okay. But then I mean, I don't even rem- like I watched I watched The Bride of Chucky. Like I didn't I think that that was Chucky. scary. But no, like fun fact about me, I've never seen a Jason movie, Freddy Krueger. Really? Oh, Hello. I've girl. never seen that. First of all, my brother and I, we watched a lot of mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger movies and he mm-hmm. used to sing the song to me and I would cry. Like, what was the song? One, two, Freddy's coming for Really? You. Three, four, better lock your door. And this is what the song would come on oh when gosh. they fell asleep. Five, six, get your crucifix. Seven, eight, better stay up late. Nine, ten, he's back again. Oh, and wow. I, when I tell you I will boo-hoo cry when Corey sent that to me, oh boo-hoo cry. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think. After, 
You, oh wow, you haven't seen. So you never saw Freddy versus Jason. Mm-mm, I've never seen. Oh that stuff. man, I like, don't know nothing about. <gasps> never seen. It. I mm-hmm. I will watch scary movies with people. I don't watch mm-hmm. them alone, mm-hmm. but I will watch them with people. Shout out to the scary like, movie crew, know, Jazzy, yeah. Marcus, and Catherine. <laughs> I just know myself because I just uh-uh. I I'm not even gonna do that to, to it's myself. It's not good because I mean I, no. I think about it when I'm. Alone. It ain't good for my soul and my. <laughs> big toe from trying to run like nah walking into walls trying to cut the light on all fast it's just a mess and just embarrassing in the house by myself and somebody probably girl but okay isn't fear so crazy though it's so irrational yeah because like when i think about michael myers movies you Mm -hmm. know that it is not real right yeah but honey listen i'm checking the back seat yeah right when i pull up at home yeah i'm gonna hit that sprint to the front door so it's just so interesting to think What's about. What's the um, Jordan Peele movie that we went to go see together? We went to go see Get Out. But the other one, Us. I yeah. classified that as scary. <laughs> I got y'all. I got you to go see both. That was a scary movie to me. But it, was. it wasn't bad. Like, yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't that wasn't, bad. Um, Some of the music was a little scary. Like, yeah. the way they incorporated the music with certain scenes. Yeah. And some of the looks like they gave them, like the faces that they made them make, mm-hmm. that was that was a little bit scary. Like the but camera I watched, flashing yeah. and like the the blood coming Ugh, out of his yeah. And the lady, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Yes, that no, was scary. No, no, yes, no. and the way they made her look. I oh think yeah, that, yeah. Oh yeah, she was. Whew. Yeah, but yeah, this movie buried alive. Like it was crazy. I don't even I know where I watched where, it. Where I can watch? I would you rewatch it, it with my me if we found it? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I want to see it. Like where did I watch that? I don't know. We I need to my finish watching. House. Remember the movie um, Tanisha put us yes. on about the what the was kids it called? In the ba- something in the attic. Yeah, we need to finish Angels watching in that. The attic or something. something in the attic. Yeah, we never good. did finish watching that. So. But yeah, y'all, we hope you, you know, in the spirit of Halloween, yeah, just spooky giving y'all a little something spooky. We're doing something different. Like yeah. we said, we was giving y'all different stuff and it's just going to continue okay. to be Girl, different topics and okay. yeah, yeah, all that fun stuff. So, so yes, yep. talk to us, engage with us. Mm-hmm. We love it. Mm-hmm. So follow us on Instagram, grab your drink podcast, email us, yep. let us know what you think about this story about yep. Poe Jerry got a little hacky hack yes. and still Jerry. went to punch the clock. Okay. That's so sad. That like, was wild though. Yes. You got hacked with an action. Yeah. You thinking about work? Yeah. Sick day. Yeah. I mean, what though? Like still being able to get up and go. To even still but, be thinking. And I'm a, and she's the one that hacked you. So right. to still be in the frame of mind of like I still have to provide. Yeah. You know what Mira can do? Right. Mira. <laughs> Sorry Mira and daughter. Your daughter. But, okay. But we're assuming that Mira did it. What if Mira got her daughter to do it? Girl, I have watched real crime stories. How old story- is Mira's daughter? See, and that wasn't said, but I have watched real crime stories where they get the child to murder the parent and then get the child to bury the parent. Girl, I ain't lying. And then what happens to the child? I mean, I the one that I watched, I think it was the dad. Mm-hmm. And they buried him. And I mean, time passed for a while, but they Dang, ended up how digging old was in the, the child. I don't remember, but they ended up digging him up in the backyard. And the um, child said, like, sometimes the Teenage. child will murder, but also sometimes the child would just help bury. Okay. Yeah. 
Girl, I don't remember. You know the amount of crime I've so, consumed. So let me ask you this. So was the child charged or the parent was charged? Parent. The parent was charged. The child was charged. But dang, kill your dad and bury him. Like, and that's what the type thing. of that's that Girl, is it's, prison for the rest of your yeah. life because you're psychologically fucked <laughs> up. Freaked for real. Like, yes, sheesh. Wow. But yeah, y'all, mm. we hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'm in Peach Bellini heaven. I love a Peach Bellini. It's just a mimosa. I'm just drinking a mimosa over here. I mean, nothing's, I mean, it's good. You know what? I think Peach Bellinis are better than mimosas. They're yeah. very similar, but it's yeah. something about the Peach Bellini. I, I think it's the peach. It's like, yes. So fun fact about Terrence, he doesn't like mimosas with orange juice. He would rather have it with like pineapple juice or something oh, yeah. other than orange juice. Yeah. Because I think the champagne is already so acidic. Uh-huh. And then the orange juice just makes it even more heartburn. That's good though. I need to try some <laughs> and champagne and some pineapple juice. That sounds good. Because it's a pineapple bellini. Yeah, I guess you could say that. And see, that's but it's a mimosa. Yeah. And that's the thing though. Like, I just think Is there a difference? It's just the difference of juice because it's so, still champagne as the base. Yeah. I think mimosas are strictly, but you know what? They have peach mimosas. Yeah. A mimosa and Bellini, I think is the same Pretty thing. Pretty much. Yeah. Because you can go to Iron That's and Ale and get peach mimosas, yeah. which is basically a that, peach Bellini. Yeah, that was the bomb. But was that peach champagne? Remember that? Oh, what was yeah. That? that was good. I don't know. It was peach champagne with orange juice, wasn't it? It may have been. I don't know. I yeah, remember. it had to be because it was orange juice regular, so the champagne had to be peach. So maybe they're not the same. You're right. Listen yeah. to us, y'all. I hope we're just bantering, y'all. We're bantering for y'all. Well, we enjoyed y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed us. Yes, and we will <laughs> see you next week. And don't forget to grab, grab your, your drink. drink.